Okay, welcome to episode 37 of the MUFC pubcast. An actual pubcast, this time from the pub, live <laughs> at a game. Kickoff is in about 20 minutes. It is almost 11.30 for the 11.30 kickoff. It is too late for Larry, so he hasn't decided to come out. He's in bed, um, asleep, so I'm joined by Josh, um, a member of the Man United Supporters Club. We're here, obviously, at Piermont Bridge Hotel. Um, team, team News is out. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the team news? I think it's probably the strongest team he, he could have selected. I'm really happy Lingard's on the bench. I think he had a really poor performance against Chelsea. Um, so probably the right decision to put Pereira in and also uh, to keep Fred in the team as well. Um, really good opportunity for Fred as well to prove himself. He's had a few consecutive games where he's been starting and I think for him he, he really needs the consistency in game times. With Fred He's sort of been on and off on the bench and he's never really had that consistency to sort of gain you know, a high quality performance. He had a really poor game against Newcastle. Was it Newcastle? Yeah. Recently, yeah, well, really, really poor game. After that game against Newcastle, look, maybe an overreaction. Yeah. But I did say I was done with Fred. I thought that <laughs> performance was woeful. But I think both McTominay and Fred are running games together. Yeah. And you can see it does benefit yeah. them. And McTominay's been a sensation. Like I think a lot of United fans on Twitter have been saying they've been eating their words. Yeah. Um, I think correct he's, he's really been a key player for us someone was having a chat with me earlier today and they said is McTominay really a United player is he is he the best player we've got at the moment or would he get into a high quality United team I'm not sure still and I think this is the season for him to really prove himself definitely a contender for our player of the year I still think he is very and I stand by he's a very limited player however in the last couple of weeks he's maybe proven me wrong in terms of not not I understand what he brings to the team but yeah. in terms of the actual football and ability yeah he's starting to prove me wrong and he's actually a quality footballer yeah and the goals he scored have been terrific really really high quality goals um, we'll probably echo this in numerous podcasts as well but the, the signings we made this season been the sensations Wan-Bissaka been perfect most games well, Dan the, James putting one most of penalties a lot of talk before this game well in between the in between the midweek game and kickoff now that um players like Rashford and Maguire were injury doubts yeah. but the strongest team starts so exactly. I, I don't think it was so much mind games by Solskjaer I just think it's maybe a bit luck but one of the criticisms which I probably have Solskjaer as well and a lot of people do is he's sometimes plays these players who are carrying knocks yeah. and you can almost if a player Harry Maguire pulls up after 10 minutes with his hamstring think well why is he playing in this game Yeah. so are you concerned with those three all starting or no not at all no I think one thing about United is they've got, even though the performances haven't been there, some games this season have definitely got the drive back. You know, the players want to play with the knocks. Last year, you wouldn't get that. You know, a player would be injured, it'd be laissez-faire, like, you know, they're out. Yeah. We'll take it. But now it's more of a case of, you know, if you've, if you've got a knock, it doesn't really matter. You can play those injury doubts, but you no doubt they'll start the next game. Yeah. Yeah. Inconsistent. Just looking at the table here, I remember before the Norwich game, we were actually looking behind us and thinking, we're going into this game. If we lose to Norwich, we could be not just in a relegation battle, but in technically in the bottom three. Exactly. However, a win today technically could push... Actually, a win now pushes up to fifth. Uh, you assume we probably won't stay there. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's like Chelsea 2015 How quick does it think, change? Yeah. I mean, we go fifth today, which is um, brilliant. I think, if, I think Arsenal have Wolves later on in the night. Yeah, um, tough game. Which, you know, they could definitely drop points there. Yeah. Um, so I don't think we'll stay in fifth, but... And, okay, albeit fifth is still a while off fourth in terms of actual points. 
but it's a hell of a boost compared to what potentially could be. Yeah, and I think you look at the start of the season, you don't, you don't, no one expected United to be challenging for a title. But they expected us to be similar to last season, top six, top four. And I think the saving grace this year is that the teams that are our competition have been suffering. Look at Tottenham, look at Arsenal, they've had turmoil with Xhaka. And they're only just starting to get, like, yeah. you look at the pressure Solskjaer's been under this whole time. People, suddenly it's just starting to shift to Tottenham and Arsenal, and rightly so, because yeah. as bad as we've been, and as good as they were perceived to have been at the start of the season, we're in a very similar position. Yeah. So we go to Bournemouth today, they're in a, they're in a good position as well, they're in the top half of the table, I believe. Yeah, they're in ninth. Ninth. Um, um, actually, equal on points. Third, yeah. 13 points each. A good, very good team. What are your predictions for today? Well, we're just discussing there before you start, before you started recording that it feels like the the type of game that's a very tricky game. However, we have a hell of a very good record there. We've won um, our last four or our last three at least. I know we lost our first game there under Van Hal, but after that, we've been winning our games there. So it's the type of game where I think it's going to be very tricky. But we've sort of. Last, last season wasn't very easy it was the last minute winner nah. but um, we do have a good record there and look history means nothing but I do maybe it's old school but I do sort of hold some weight there if you do have a good record there I do feel it's going to it has something yeah. it means something I think you know a high scoring win today for United could really well I, I calm it down with the high scoring, high we, scoring we need yeah. to start scoring from open play before exactly we... but um, personally for me I think United are going to win Today. Do you think we'll get a penalty? We seem to get a penalty every week. Dan James wins it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, 2-0. 2-0? 2-0 yeah. today, yeah. Look, I, I, think, I think we've got that. Look, yes, we're not scoring from open play, but I can see goals in us. Yeah. So if we do keep a clean sheet, I would always be confident we yeah. can grab a goal. I think United play off confidence. They play off past results and... You know, when you get a, a really bad result, it can really impact the season. You look at last year when we um, when we lost to Barcelona in the Champions League, and we sort of just didn't really pick up from there. It sort of ruined our season. We were losing game after game in you know Premier League, got out of the FA Cup, um, and something similar could happen this year. But I think the fact we've had a bit of momentum on us on our side now, we could really kickstart. You know, get that consecutive wins from the away side, yeah. um, and you know, really, really try and progress. For me, I think Martial has got to. Form today, he's, he's back in the squad properly. Well, I, think, I think he's been one of the main. Got goal in him today. The, the main improvements in terms of, no, I wouldn't say a target man, like in terms of the traditional sense of playing a target man. But when the ball does go forward to him, he is making it stick, and something is happening off the back of his control. Exactly, yeah. So um, that is all very positive. Now kickoff is in about ten minutes, so join us again at halftime when the mood could be very different. <laughs> Um, hopefully it is a positive mood with a couple of goals, but um, stay tuned for part two in a sec. Cheers. Okay, it is full time, 1-0 to Bournemouth. Now we were going to record at half time, but Bournemouth obviously scored right on the stroke of half time and we decided that, well, it was a bit of a downer, so we won't record then, we'll record after we get the win. However, things didn't get better. So I'm here with Brendan and Emma, both... Um, members of the Man United um, NSW committee with myself. Um, I'll get into it in a little bit, but is, does anyone have anything to add or uh, any input mate, on... After such shambles? encouraging signs against uh, Liverpool, Belgrade, Norwich and then Chelsea midweek, this was shaping up to be a game where we could really stamp our authority on um, you know, getting back to winning ways and get some goals after seeing some um, good goals against Norwich and two goals from set plays against Chelsea, but 
just couldn't. Uh, we're not clinical enough uh, up front. Had a lot of possession, a lot of corners. See, for me, it doesn't. It feels like, and it's probably the last thing people will say or want to say straight after a match, a disappointed match like that. But it's a game we didn't deserve to lose. It, on the balance of play, we were the better team. However, in saying that, to be the better team, you have to go and score goals. And Bournemouth were the one who scored the goals. We didn't. They took their opportunity and we didn't. Well, what do you think of the goal? A few people were saying as we got, I thought, and look, he's the last person who should come in for criticism. But Juan Bissaka, I thought the last thing he should be doing there is making a challenge. So I think it was Josh King's got the goal. Had his back to goal. Mm. And for some reason, Juan Bissaka has tried to make a challenge. And he's... Just, just open the space up for Josh King. Yeah, I, th- I think you did. I mean, obviously, with you know, with VAR in place these days, and um, you know, penalties being given for minimal contact in the box, I think Juan Bissaka was very aware of uh, making contact of on the player, and I think it was just one of those plays where literally the ball fell into place. He he, he took it down on his chest well, and he the bounce went well for him, and he just just got that um, that shot on the turn and that. He's a good player. It was a good yeah, goal. It was if good it was goal. one of our you strikers, give him, you got to give him credit. credit. If it was one of our strikers that had scored it. We'd have been. We would have been. We would have been over the moon. I think, I think that's one of the. Well, when we concede, we look at how a goal can be sort of prevented. However, yeah, if it's still on the other team, it, sort of you do Just, have to give, do have to give a little bit of credit. Yeah, give him uh, credit. But also, De Gea had to pull off a pretty wonderful save in that second yeah. half as well. Well, well so speaking it could of, easily have been more than one. Speaking now. of players, does anyone stand out? Thought for me potentially De Gea. And I wouldn't say in terms of the level of performance, but Daniel James was probably he outstanding. Looked, he, still, he, still, he still looked threatening, definitely. He still looked threatening. Still looked out like our best player on the park. Fred looked better today. Fred did look better. I think, I think, still not saying he's good, but he looked better. I think Fred and McTominay, they're sort of proving what they are. They're very good players when they've got to run in the team. And But however, you do need that extra bit of quality. Whether that be, and I know this splits opinion between me and Emma here, but Paul Pogba, in terms of... You do need that extra quality. Like Fred and McTominay are good. However, you look at what Man City and Liverpool have in their team. McTominay is working very hard match after match. Yeah. Pogba doesn't. Pogba chooses when he wants to play. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think uh, McTominay is definitely... I mean, he's got another Man of the Match... Uh, a Man of the Month yeah. award, sorry. Player of the Month, player two Player of the Month. Of the month. Um, it's two in a row and it just shows because he has been working very hard. Um, my Before we finish up, um, one thing I want to touch on, which I have been the biggest... Fraser of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer to me or for me sorry today was probably his do you call a manager do you call it a performance I would say that's the worst showing from Solskjaer all through that second half the change Pereira for Lingard oh, sorry Lingard for Pereira okay well maybe personnel was the right thing is like for like nothing was changed in the shape and the last change which brought Mason Greenwood on for me it didn't scream of any real tactical change it was putting on a young player for the sake of well, let's put him on. Let's hopefully something can happen. I just thought Solskjaer let it drag and drag because we're, we're dominating but not creating anything. I think so Williams, something had to change. I think Williams was a good sub. Yeah. He, he's come on again and shown that he's uh, earned his right to be, on, be in, in consideration oh, for the first team. Yeah, I agree. I think I would have liked to see Williams start in this match considering what he did midweek. Well, one uh, of the positives, which I don't want to sound too harsh, but I heard on the commentary that Ashley Young is out of the Brighton match. It's please fifth booking. Yes. So um, Brett Brandon so, Williams should start yeah, at left that, back. That's, that looks like uh, that signals the, um, the, the the way for uh, Brandon Williams to start in the next match. Which so he deserves to start. Yeah, whether whether Young's out by wrong. suspension or not, Brandon Williams deserves to start. Yeah. Um, is there anything else to add on the match? Any major incidents? I'm trying to think. De Gea with a good save. 
Rashford looked pretty. He was he was working hard yeah. today. Yeah, just with a bit of service. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought he was let down. Yeah, by the service, especially for Andreas. I thought Pereira had a very poor game. I thought. Um, yeah, well, he deserved to start Pereira because I thought he's been doing well. Yeah. But today again, just that little bit of quality he was lacking. Um, so we'll go through quick three, two, one votes. I think personally, Dan, Jan, Dan James. Dan James for, me, James for gets three. The three. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Maybe, or you can pick your two then. Um, I was going to go, I was probably going to go Rashford. Rashford, yeah, I think Rashford oh, was, I mean, a, he was, he, him he was and, the dangerous one. James were very dangerous on both sides. So. Okay, we'll go Rashford for two and I would say maybe De Gea. Maybe De Gea. Maybe De Gea, maybe Maguire. Maguire, oh, I, Maguire and Lindelof will test my play. Every time Maguire goes into the box attacking, he's either offside or a push in the back. And he's test. and not that our corners are any dangerous by any means, not that they're going to score. But um, he look, he has been good. But I would think De Gea, especially that save uh, late in the second yeah. half. Not that it meant anything event um, at the end of the match, but um, I thought yeah, it was a good yeah. save. Um, next up is Brighton. Is it? We've got a Brighton. week between games. No midweek. Oh, oh, midweek. Back we to Europa played, League. Back to Europa League. Oh, back, back to, to Europa League. To, so uh, um, play at home at, against Belgrade Friday morning our time, and then over to Brighton uh, at home to Brighton. I should say. Finally, a home game. It seems we've been playing One away. Okay, so back to the tough kickoff times for us in Sydney. So for us in Sydney, thank you to those who showed up at the Piermont Bridge Hotel. Obviously a disappointing result, but it's good to see a few Reds out there. Um, it is much better watching the match and having a discussion with fellow United fans rather than moaning online, which we seem to be moaning outside the pub now, but <laughs> it is a little bit more enjoyable. So thank you for everyone who came along. Thank you for the support with this podcast. Larry and I will meet up. Somewhere. I think we'll try and get an expert on, on Saudi Arabian politics <laughs> and how to purchase a football club because that seems to be the main discussion at the moment. So if anyone does know anything about the royal family in Saudi Arabia or the process of purchasing a football club, um, please get in touch because we have no idea how that works and any expertise will be beneficial to the podcast. So again, thank you for listening and we'll speak to you soon. Cheers.